Welcome to this episode of the Terrier Talks podcast. I am Dina Roberts, Executive Director of Engagement and Annual Giving at Wofford College and one of your hosts for the Terrier Talks podcast. This podcast is a partnership between the Career Center and the Alumni Office. Speaking of the Career Center, Kurt, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks, Dina. I'm Kurt McPhail, the Executive Director of the Career Center and Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. And before we jump into this podcast, I have to say so much has changed since these were recorded. For example, we're recording this intro in separate places as we all deal with a global pandemic. And we have a new name. We may mention the space in this podcast, but it's now officially the Career Center and Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Kurt, that's correct. So much is different since we originally recorded these. Our goal, however, is still the same, to provide an outlet to share the stories of the Wofford community. Former chaplain, Reverend Talmadge Skinner, used to say, you don't just come to Wofford, you join Wofford. We are excited that you have joined us today. This episode is a special edition that was actually recorded on-site in Tanzania and includes an interview with Kiara Williams, a 2018 graduate who will share what it is like to live and work abroad. Welcome to the Terrier Talks podcast. This is a special edition that we're recording in Moshi, Tanzania. For the last three years, the space has had an internship program uh, in Moshi where we've brought six to eight students to spend 10 weeks working at different organizations and startups uh, here in Moshi. And today we're excited to have Kiara Williams, who graduated in 2018 from Wofford with a degree in government. Uh, She has been working in Moshi for the last year and is also helping us coordinate our program over the summer here uh, in Moshi. And we also have a special co-host who I'll let introduce himself. Hey, Kurt, Tyler Sonico. I work in the space at Wofford over the entrepreneurship program. Really excited to be here uh, in Moshi and especially excited to learn more about awesome things Kiara's been up to over the past year. Um, Well, let's jump right into it. Kiara, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about um, your journey at Wofford, um, what you thought, you know, you were going to do after Wofford, and then um, if coming to Moshi was always part of the plan, and then um, sort of that transition from Wofford here. I would definitely say Moshi in Tanzania was not in my initial plan at all. Um, I remember my freshman year, I really thought I was going to be a pharmacist, (laughs) and I thought I was going to be a chemistry major. Um, I took chemistry and quickly found out that was not (laughs) going to happen or be the case at all. Um, And so then I switched over into government um, American politics, and I found that I really, really enjoyed that a lot. Um, And I think it was at the end of sophomore year, I got an internship in D.C., and I was working in Congress for over the summer. Um, and that's when, like coming back to junior year, um, people were already talking about what internships they were doing for like the next summer. And I was like, hold up, like we just got back from school. Like, what are you talking about? Um, and then I saw a poster for the Tanzanian program um, that the space is putting on. And it like, you really emphasized women's empowerment. And I was like, oh, that would be cool sort of thing. Um, and I kind of kept it in the back of my head like as the semester was going on and then I realized that <laughs> the application date was approaching closely um, and in true fashion of myself I think I applied like I sent in my application like on the last day that it was open um, and then we did the interview and I got in and I was like okay I guess I'm going to Tanzania <laughs> and then I told my parents and they were like what are you talking about and I was like mm. 
might as well go see what it's about. So I did, um, and that was 20, uh, so we went to Tanzania in 2017, um, and I had a really good time and a really good experience. Um, it was the first time I had been abroad, like by myself, like no parents or anything that like that with me. So that was really really fun. Um, I don't know. I learned a lot about myself that summer. Like I learned that, like working internationally, especially in development, was an option. Like I had no idea that people did that before. Um, so yeah, um, it definitely like wasn't in my cards at all and it definitely gave me like a new perspective of things to do um so going into senior year at Wofford I thought I was gonna go to law school like that was like the plan like I was studying for the LSAT all summer while I was in Moshi well I was supposed to be studying um (laughs) didn't uh get that much done um so I studied for the LSAT while I was in Moshi and then I came back Um, in September and took the LSAT and by that point I was like this isn't for me like I know I'm not going to go to law school realistically Um, and so from that point I just started looking for jobs um, and I was like why don't I go back to Tanzania Um, it can't hurt to look and hurt to see so I kind of like mentally prepared my parents ahead of time I wasn't sure if it was going to happen but I kind of planted the seed a little bit it's like hey like I might be going back um once I graduate um but like look the whole looking for jobs process is difficult and I didn't find out about the current job I have until I think it was three days before graduation like I got the email and I was like oh hey you've been accepted and I was like oh when can can you start and I like came a month later after graduation so yeah well (laughs) so what was it that made you think about working abroad um, I just think, I don't know, um, I guess just, like, actually coming here and experiencing it, um, was, like, the true selling factor, and, like, I know I specifically wanted to come back to Moshi, um, I don't know, there's something special about Moshi, I would say, um, but I think it was just that atmosphere, it was more of a relaxed attitude, because I had worked in, like, previous, like, more stricter office spaces before where things were very very formal and like interning here I saw that things weren't as formal and that it was a bit more relaxed and I really really enjoyed that and things were a lot more flexible as opposed to where back home it was very much like chop 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 like do this in this sort and order thing and I knew that if I wanted to have like my first job I wanted to go into something that I could still learn as I go and it not be as strict or as formal. When you talk about learning as you go, Kiara, mm-hmm. I'm curious as to the things that the space does their internship mm-hmm. program in Tanzania for with a belief that it uniquely prepares mm-hmm. students for life after Wofford. Yeah. Um, helps create problem-solving mm-hmm. skills, helps folks learn about themselves. I'd be curious for you to think about now you've been here for mm-hmm. a year um, and um, are thinking of coming home. Mm-hmm. Um, what skills do you think you mm-hmm. have really developed mm-hmm. um, that you will take home with you that um, have uniquely prepared you yeah. for whatever's next in yeah. your career? Um, so my position um, is like... Formerly, it's called the empowerment officer, but um, I call it, uh, it used to be called the um, 
assistant general manager. Um, so it's a managerial position. Um, and when I, like, and I kind of interviewed for it in the back of my head, I was thinking I'm not prepared for this job like at all. Like I don't have any managerial experience like at all, like how I'm supposed to manage people. Um, but it was definitely a learn as you go sort of thing. Um, so I have definitely learned how to uh, manage individuals and how to be flexible around not only like like your time or my time, I would say, but their time as well. Um, I've definitely learned that because you, you kind of think that everyone's going to be available for you when they know, like, when you think they will be. Does that make sense? Like, if you set up a meeting and they're like, oh, let's meet, and, like, they don't show up, you're kind of like, mm, well, what? <laughs> like, we had a time set and everything. So I guess out of that would be flexibility for sure. That's the biggest thing um, that I've learned. And also patience. Um, and I think it just might be a Tanzanian thing. Um, but before this, I had not any patience at all. I had no patience at all. Um, and so just <laughs> learning to be patient was definitely a unique experience um, and something I definitely will take back with me for sure. Um, Do you have any specific mm-hmm. stories of situations and mm-hmm. challenges where you really... Um, felt those new skills being yeah. developed yeah um so uh i with my role i deal a lot with like the finance and accounting side um of the organization so that also deals with like dealing with our banks and our bank accounts here um and so for basically since october of 2018 our online banking hasn't been working um for both banks <laughs> that we have here and so it's definitely been a process of just trying to meet with the banks to get all the forms figured out of like what we need to fill out and everything for the bank. Um, and it, it's been happening since October and it's still not fixed yet. Um, so definitely patient. I have been taught patience that way because at home, if your online making isn't working, that's something that would be fixed overnight. With this, it's taken like months. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've just learned to be patient and kind of like not brush it off completely, but just be like, put it in the back of my head of like, okay, it's not going to be fixed immediately. So we'll kind of like put it in the back and like revisit it when it needs to happen. So, yeah. And you've probably had to adapt yeah. yourself, but also the organization <laughs> mm-hmm. to not having. Yeah, definitely. So like, instead of being able to like instantly look online to see how much we have in our accounts, it's more so of calling someone at the bank and be like, hey, can you tell me? how much we have or oh can you email me our statements for like today sort of thing so yeah it's been a process and dealing with like the bank losing forms and like not having the answer or like finally getting the login confirmation stuff and then it not working and being like okay so like what's the issue can you help me on this has definitely been uh, an interesting experience that's interesting and I'm I'm curious Kiara Mm -hmm. with you majored in government. Right. Um, Wofford's a you know, proudly liberal arts school mm-hmm. that um, we often say at this space that you know graduates can do whatever they want to. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been prepared to really solve problems and do things. And I, I am curious as if you think back on your time at Wofford, mm-hmm. are there, in addition to the internship in Moshi, mm-hmm. but are there classes, mm-hmm. are there projects, are there social clubs mm-hmm. that you think um, 
helped prepare you mm-hmm. for not only life after Wofford, but mm-hmm. your time here at Moshi? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, classes, so I also minored um, in business. Um, and so we, I took a lot of like business entrepreneurship classes and um, even like some management classes as well. And those definitely prepared me for sure. Um, I remember for one class specifically, we had to like create business plans, like extensively create a business plan from um, like who's going to finance or where you're going to get your funding from or like what do your finances look like now. Um, and I, in my role, I've been creating a lot of manuals to kind of help continue what I've been doing like so it carries on after I'm finished um just like describing my role in detail and just kind of like taking the time to like write 20 pages of like what it is that I do and like be very specific about what's happening um and like what's going on for sure do you think the general um perspective on how to approach learning about government Mm -hmm. was transferable when you got here um the way that you thought about uh trying to start understanding Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. the government here operates um a little bit uh i think potentially like just going back and looking at the history of tanzania um like from independence has been very interesting um, it definitely piqued my government history side interest for sure um, because it, the first president of Tanzania um, was a socialist. Um, he believed strongly in socialism and I thought that was very, very interesting. And uh, there's actually a school in Zanzibar named after Che Guevara, <laughs> which I found, found very, very interesting. And he was actually in Tanzania at one point in time too. Um, so I think that side of things definitely kind of like helped me learn more about the country per se um, than I did when I was here the previous summer. Um, in terms of work, um, just juggling multiple tasks I definitely would be the um, answer to that just because like with our government classes like you're learning about several different things at once and sometimes they might not be related at all I think there was one semester I took like a Chinese history class and then I was learning about American politics and like um, like political theory and so like juggling all that I was learning at once very contradicting things definitely prepared me to juggle multiple tasks at work and stuff I'm curious Kiara, to your advice to Mm -hmm. students at Wofford now who are thinking about um, not only what what should they study, but what should Mm -hmm. they prepare their mind for? Mm -hmm. What, you know, now that you're a year out, Mm -hmm. uh, looking back on it, what would what would your advice be to students, or what would your advice be to yourself (laughs) if you could if you could look back over that? Uh Um, I just be flexible and come with an open mind. Um, don't be dead set on something because you never know what's going to pop up or come in your way. Um, I mean, I was dead set on law school or pharmacy at one time, and if I had stuck with those paths, like, I would have never come to experience this at all. And also just be flexible as well. And then also having a good support system, um, keeping that in mind. Um, because, like, you will be far from home if you choose to do something like this. Like, you won't be close to friends or family. So you have to kind of um, have a strong foundation with that, whether that be friends or your family or both. Um, I think within this year, I've definitely grown closer to my friends for sure. Um, and then just 
being flexible about time changes as well <laughs> um, definitely has been um, like funny and interesting. Um, just keeping like I'm seven hours ahead, seven or eight hours ahead, depending on when this season is. Um, and so like just like finding time and making time to like meet and talk with your friends is definitely like a big, big thing because. Like, while you will make friends while you are abroad or, like, you're gone somewhere for a year, like, there's nothing like your friends back at home who know you the best. Um, so just keeping up those relationships are definitely important, too. So, yeah. I think that's such an important point mm -hmm. to continue to nurture those relationships yeah. that you worked for years. Yeah. And it, it would be so easy to... Mm -hmm you know get disconnected being yeah. on the other side of the world it's like it's it's so much very easy um one of my roommates for the first three years at Wofford she is currently in Taiwan right now um and that one has been the, the biggest challenge because you're juggling like, <laughs> like so many different things you're like okay like let's see if we can try to get in touch like this day or not and just like realizing that it might not always be a phone call of like how you'll talk more than likely it will be like Facebook Messenger or something like that or like my friends and I use Snapchat like religiously to have conversations even though like it's like the whole thing they disappear but like we still make it work so it's going to be also like untraditional like methods of like chatting as well even though like WhatsApp is still there and very popular and you can use it like a regular text messaging we mostly communicate via like like Snapchat Instagram or like GroupMe for just like random things um yeah all of your stories that you're telling all these examples are mm -hmm. just so full of workarounds and innovative yeah. problem solving solutions <laughs> um i'm just curious if you have when you look back now you're sort of getting close to the end of your time mm -hmm. here in moshi do you have stories that just kind of like stick out as mm -hmm extreme examples <laughs> yeah um it was and this actually happened my first time we were here um we were going to zanzibar um for the weekend and we like left early like pretty early for the airport and everything because we knew we were flying so it's going to be like we got we left two hours early or no we left three hours early before our flight and so we get on the road get on the highway and like there's just immense back up traffic like no one it's like standstill no one can move um our driver goes checks out sees what's happening and he comes back to us and he's like well the government has like has all these corn trucks on the road because they are um no longer importing to kenya anymore they're keeping all their corn in tanzania so it's just a whole bunch of traffic and like we might not make it to the airport and we're like Mm, okay uh, no he's like we'll make it to the airport like I, we have a shortcut and we're like okay cool like let's go that way so like we're driving through Moshi driving out like to the middle of nowhere essentially and like we're just trusting in our driver like okay 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 like it's gonna be fine like we'll make it to the airport in time no worries no problem so it's like pretty dark <laughs> by this time and he's just flying down these back roads and then we hear a pop like just a really loud pop and we're like mmm that doesn't sound good at all <laughs> so he gets out and he inspects and it's not good um his tire is pretty much horizontal it's not even popped it's just straight up horizontal and we're like um okay and he goes don't worry about it like I'll still get you to the airport and we're like um your tire and he goes no 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 it's fine I'll get you there I'm like okay 
so we continue down this road, this really, really bad road. It's not paved. Are you on foot at this point? No, like we're just driving in the car. I'm not sure how it's moving, <laughs> <laughs> but it is. And so we're just driving down the road and we finally get um, to like, we finally get back on the main road and there's like not too much traffic now that the, all the corn trucks have passed. And so by this point, we're all kind of like looking at our phones and like, okay, like we definitely have missed this flight at this point. And our driver's like, no, 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 like I'll get you to the airport. Like I promise, I promise. Somehow we managed to roll to the airport, which is about another 30 minutes away. We get there, we missed our flight and we're like, okay, like no worries or whatever. It's fine, it's fine. Um, and the lady is just kind of, at this point we we're like pretty tired as well. Um, and the lady at the airport's like, no, I'm sorry, you can't, um, get on your flight. And, like, in the middle of it, like, she's speaking English at first, and then she turns to me, um, and she just switches and starts speaking in Swahili. At this point, I was pretty tired, and I was just staring at her. I, like, wasn't processing <laughs> that she was, like, speaking in Swahili, and then I realized, and I was like, wait, 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 can, like, you speak English? Like, I don't speak Swahili. Um, and then she switches back. She's like, okay, like, you maybe come back in the morning to try to get on, like, another flight, like, buy another ticket. Okay, we're fine. We go back to our driver. He's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you missed your flight. It's my fault. And we're like, no, like, honestly, like, don't worry about it. Like, there are corn trucks in the road. That's not your fault. You can't control it. And you tried to get us to the airport, but your tire broke. Honestly, like, it's not a big deal. We'll come back in the morning to see. Well, we still have to get the tire fixed that night. So we're driving down the road, and we reach, like, a mechanic shop, and, like, it's just like the most random thing ever like we're just all three of us are just like sitting like at like a gas station like bus stop sort of thing just being like that like no way like this has happened like no way corn trucks were in the road and they stopped us from like getting to our flight or no way and like no way um like the tire broke of like all things and we we're just like cracking up laughing at this point and we see an ear of corn in the middle of the road and it's just like the icing on the cake we're like okay it's like you know what like this is fun or whatever um eventually we did make it to Zanzibar that weekend we got on the next flight that day but it's just I don't know just being flexible about things and just realizing like things happen art is definitely like a key takeaway and you just have to like be very chill about it and be very relaxed because I am a person who's kind of very type A. I like to plan things out like I like to have sort of plans about everything um, but coming to Tanzania and coming to Moshi has definitely taught me to just like go with the flow and just be like you know what? whatever happens happens like there's no need to plan or fuss about stuff because whatever happens happens so yeah <laughs> if, if you can take that lesson um back with you i, I think you'll have great success I, I, I sit here and think about when our flights are delayed 30 or 45 minutes how up in arms we get it's <laughs> messing with our schedules and hearing your story puts that into perspective um i am interested you're working mm -hmm. um through the summer at moshi helping mm -hmm. our six interns mm -hmm. uh, navigate life here yeah. uh, and supporting them. Um, what do you, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but <laughs> what would, you know, think in the future, what mm -hmm. would you like to see yourself doing or, mm -hmm. or what kind of work would you like to see yourself doing? Okay, um, I think maybe in the future, getting into consulting a little bit would be an interest, maybe not for a long period of time, but like for a short period of time, 
specifically like in like NGOs and like non or other like government organizations and stuff would be very interesting. Um, I think I've learned a lot in my past year working for the organization that I have, um, and I've learned like what works and like what doesn't work, and I feel like I could take that information like with me and use it and kind of help other organizations who are like in the middle of growing or like in the process of like doing a reorganization, um, help them with that. Um, uh, alternatively, I would love to work for like a women's health um, org. Um, I think maybe specifically in the areas of like maternal health and that being like maternal mortality rates and figuring out like that kind of crisis like that's happening in the U.S. right now because that's just steady on the rise still. Um, so that would be an interest. Are you, do you imagine that you'll stay in the U.S. or do you think you'll um, travel? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I think I would be probably traveling around a bit for sure. I don't see myself staying in one place for too long um but yeah we'll see Kiara I want to thank you for taking time <laughs> out of your schedule here at Moshi for joining us um Tyler thank you for filling in as a as a co-host while we're here absolutely thanks for having me and thank you all for listening thank you thanks so much for joining us and we hope you'll continue to listen and share this podcast with all of your Wofford connections if you know a member of the Wofford community whose story should be told please reach out to us. You can do that at alumni at wofford.edu and career center at wofford.edu. There are some people who we'd like to thank uh, who helped make this possible. First, student interns Katie Husselby and Naya Lutz were critical in getting this podcast started and recorded. We also want to thank Creative by Design for auto editing and enhancing. <laughs>